0: Cursive writing. Cursive writing is. Uh, I I feel like it's a skill that's going to uh, go away at some point. That it's going to be one of those things that only a few people know. Uh-huh. Like Latin. Or it'll Greek. become an archaic skill. Yeah, it'll it, be like like it, I, yeah. I think Latin's actually pretty good. And so it's not that it's going to go away, and no one will know how to, how to write or read it, cursive. It's not a broadly. It won't be a broadly a widely known skill. It
1: won't be a skill that you can expect all most random people who who went to school. Yeah, to, to have learned.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's going to be uh, a relic of the analog world. It, it's it, it, a relic al- along along with uh, analog clocks. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I, oh, I was talking no to. No way. No, I was talking to. Um, I don't want to say her name, a woman that we work with who is is quite young, who says that she's not even a millennial. She's the other side of uh, that millennial divide. The, ne- the next one. Yeah, and so and she because she's very smart and very accomplished, but she says that she. Isn't quite sure how to read a traditional clock. She's not. I it's find not that. I, it's, it's, she I hesitate do it, to ascribe that to her generation, though. No, she, and she says because it's you know she
1: everything's digital. Every you know. And, well, sure, but I mean we've had microwaves and VCRs for you know since Generation X or yeah. before. I find it. To, I, I'm I'm not going to put too much stock in that one anecdote. As, okay, that's as fascinating as that is. No, no, no,
0: but I do think I do think that. Uh, and let's, let, the topic is cursive writing so That's let's right. go back so to that let's park analog okay. class. Well, we'll, we'll, so we'll go ahead and yeah, add that but, to the but, list of topics yeah but, <laughs> but for now cursive writing I do think will it's not going to go away no uh, right. it'll, and it'll probably still be taught to I mean, some degree calligraphy
1: all kinds of calligraphy still exist as, as niche yeah. interests in a time when, when they might have had more exposure in the past
0: right but so who needs to write cursive right
1: who needs to write cursive what is ha- ha- it mean? yeah right what what is why
0: What's the use case for writing so cursive So
1: my understanding of why cursive why cursive writing even exists is that it is a fast way to it is a quick it is faster to write in cursive than it is to write in print mm. So if handwriting is the primary way of doing any written work because you don't have most people don't have typewriters or maybe it's before typewriters um, you know there's no computers because writing is important you want to have you want everyone to be relatively skilled at the most efficient way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And cursive, if you look at the way you know those letters are built, it really is just a sort of structured way of not picking up your pen between letters. Mm. That's the point, right? You do this loopy thing. We all agree that that's an F and that's an R and whatever. Uh, and so it's a fast way of writing. And so the. Um, well, it's
0: to, a fast way of writing legibly. Cause I, Because I, uh, I no longer write in cursive, ever, ever. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. All my, whenever I'm writing, I'm writing... I think that's the case for most people. Yeah. Um, well, whenever I'm writing, uh, uh, I'm writing in, what do we call it, block letters? What do we, no, it's well, not block letters. So uh, there's print and there's all caps. Prints, print or all caps. Am I printing? Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: Okay. Just um, Just regular, you know... I, I would call that print. It's mixed case, upper and lower case. Yeah, yeah. I would call it print as as a, as a as a as contrasted with cursive.
0: Right. But oh, the I think when when I was trained in cursive, it was to write quickly, but also write legibly. Okay. So whenever I write now, I very rarely am writing to be legible. <laughs> what what would you call it? Well, it's it's my, my so writing is is right. it write only? No, it's <laughs> this no. is not meant to be read. No, no, no it's it's. Uh, it's, it's for my own reference. Right. Uh, uh, and so, Not, so
1: by legible, you mean to be to be legible to others? Right. Okay. And I feel
0: like cursive writing is supposed to be legible to others. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. So It's, it's so, fast right. writing. Because I could write faster in print than I can in cursive. Okay. Uh, but I probably, if I retrained myself on cursive, I could probably write faster legibly in cursive yeah. than I could by write. By design. Right. That's what, I mean, that's yeah. the point, right? And so if
1: the only written correspondence or the majority of written correspondence is, is written, uh, handwritten, then it makes sense for us to have better, better writing. Right. I would, I would say the decline of cursive writing corresponds with the increase in, um, all the other kinds of printed and written correspondence. So everything from, you know, if you, if you had a Google trends that went back this far, you would see something like as soon as typewriters came on, on the scene, Mm -hmm. You'd notice a a A decline, a decline, some some amount of decline, and then you know photocopiers and uh, fax machines and all the rest of it. It's like the more you can do in something that's not cursive, the less uh, pressure there is. It's just a
0: natural. Actually, when you said you know xerox machines or fax and then fax machines, then I was thinking email. And and here's an interesting thing about cursive and email uh, is when some people put for their signature block, they sign it with their name. And they use that font that kind of is cursed, like a like a handwriting a script, font, a handwriting font. And some people who does that, some You've people, seen people. do I've that. seen people do that. <laughs> and <it's> some <laughs> and people. You have some opinions. About I, have, it. I have. I have. I <laughs> <laughs> what do you really think? It's it's somebody. Well, I think it's it's a uh, it's uh it's a generational or perhaps educational level or perhaps class thing or something. yeah. What does it say about? It, somebody there's some who signifier does that. of a person right. who who has you know. It's like regards. Eric, but it's not.
1: It's not like they've they've signed it and they've scanned their actual signature. No, 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 They're no. They're just no. doing a scripty font, right? That kind of emulates handwriting. Yes, and
0: it says, you know, Brian, and then but it's like Brian, and then that's part of your normal signature block, right, of of your email.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's all it's like you're evoking a letter that you would sign at the bottom of. It's the
0: same type of person that would do that. That would have a uh, a colored background to their emails. That you, you know, really <laughs> you know, you know, like color like a patterned. Oh, yeah, you know, like, a patterned. like a stationary. They would use an email stationary.
1: I, I remember. Um, one of the first times, the first computer we ever had didn't come with Microsoft Word. It came with Microsoft Works, which oh, was the yeah. low cost office alternative. Yeah. And which was perfectly fine for writing uh, school papers. But I remember. Is that
0: different from WordPerfect? Yep. Okay. Uh,
1: and it came with these various stationaries. It probably still does. And I remember looking through them as a 12 or 13 year old. Looking, you know, pulling up a new document with the new stationery, and even then, I thought these are bananas. Who would ever use these for anything? And you know, this is a time when I made plenty of questionable font choices. Right. Um, and even then, I thought this idea of like stationery seems crazy.
0: Stationery and, and cursive uh, signature lines—it's it, kind of in the family of Comic Sans and papyrus. Yes, that's right. Right.
1: All—all th- right. all these things where it's like just because you, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- this. This. Is making reminding me of another um, relic, which is high quality resume paper. Ooh, yeah, that still exists. I you know. Go Staples, I, I know at Staples it, they still stock it. that. They, <laughs> 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 However, under what conditions is it used? Describe to me any contemporary scenario where that's that's actually still used um, for
0: its original purpose, as you know, in any kind I mean, of. I I have. I have uh, met with people with ca- job candidates for for jobs I am a uh, hiring manager for, and received printed, uh, high
1: quality cotton ribbed paper. Or maybe not it is. not all
0: the works, but you know more than just your normal whatever uh-huh. the printer paper. So, I think it's okay. Among, I grant you uh, that. I think it, I in think it's person among, interviews they in bring. Person, a copy. I think it's really for. Uh, like I feel like the the marketing uh, the, the, that that uh, they're the marketing that paper. Who, I'm sorry, saying Staples or the paper companies, right? Are the marketing vendor this, of the paper. The vendor of this uh, this high quality resume paper is really marketing towards um, un unknowing uh, or uh, college seniors who People are going to who don't to know a, better already. Who don't know better who don't already. Know
1: the, yeah, right. Because there is this sort of received. We're going to a, jo- a career a career, career fair, fair yeah. and somebody has convinced them. This strikes me as one of those, those um there's this dynamic that happens all the time where the people who are giving advice because they're older and they have more experience and theoretically have more have better judgment. And let's say that you know because they're older that's true to the next generation are nevertheless giving at times bad advice because their assumptions about the world have changed
0: right and they didn't realize that the world has changed that's around right. them so their
1: their judgment is nevertheless better because they're adults, but their their uh, working assumptions about the world aren't valid anymore Mm. so it's like oh you definitely need good quality um uh, resume paper because you're going to the job fair because you need to present yourself well so all of their advice about you need to present yourself well is completely valid but the way you present yourself well in the modern age does not involve resume paper
0: right right here's my thumb drive of (laughs) my resume i'm joking yeah
1: well i mean this kind of gets back to what we were talking about with business cards where it's like it's interesting that business cards still even exist because it's like you Just tell somebody an email address or a web you know a URL or a Twitter handle
0: or whatever, and
1: that's how you, that's how you find
0: them, yeah, so getting back to cursive for a moment, one thing that I've always found interesting about cursive is my mother has exceptional cursive handwriting mm. uh, she's very good at uh, and uh, and it's I think she's she she's probably learned cursive. Uh, probably uh, circa 1950 or early 1950s is when she was probably learning the cursive, heyday, the heyday of cursive. Well, I don't know if that's the heyday, but yeah. it, it's a well, heyday, a heyday. And and there are when I receive holiday cards or Christmas cards or letters or birthday cards from other people of my mother's vintage, mm-hmm. it looks like my mother's hand Oh, interesting. It's very it's, similar. It's almost like a typeface. So, like my my aunt. Uh, and another, you know, who lives grew up in a different state than my mother, and uh-huh. you know, they don't know each other that well. Like, it's right. my my, uh, my father's uh, sister, right? And, um, uh, or actually, and my mother's best friend from when she was like five. When I get uh, letters or you know, see envelopes addressed to me in her hair, hair and I'm like, that looks like my mother, it looks the it. same, huh? Uh, and so, it's there's something about that's cursive, that, that's the and, method, and the, 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 training, that was the however, yeah. it was trained in like. Catholic schools right in the 1950s. I mean like they it, had it could literally be the same materials the same books the
1: same The same instructional materials the yeah. same, you know, uh, it's almost like a lineage of penmanship Could you pick up a cursive, you know textbook from 1920 hundred percent? And yeah, you know, it hasn't changed when I was when I was learning cause I, I We definitely learned this This is a thing we learned in elementary school all through elementary school and uh, so our elementary school ended in fifth grade uh, and that was the last year when you had just one teacher for all your subjects. And then in sixth grade, you would ha- you, know, you would go from class to class. So you'd, have, you'd go from the science teacher to the math teacher and to the, to the English teacher. And on the, on the first week of sixth grade, when the teachers all, you know, you had your first day introduction and so on, and all the teachers asked, do you have any questions? And in every single class, I raised my hand and asked, are we required to write in cursive? Mm. Because we had, ha- we had been required to write in cursive in fifth grade. And I think, and I hated it, and, and I, I I didn't like it. I found it, um, I didn't associate with cursive writing. It didn't feel like me. It felt like I was being sort of forced to write with a, you know, a purple pen or something. Yeah. And so you're like a Helvetica man. You're like, sure. <laughs> but whatever it was, it wasn't that. And, but the implication, we were we were literally required to do it in fifth grade. And there was an implication that, like, you're going to need to know this for the future. And so then... In you know, and every single teacher, of course, was like, "What are you talking about? I don't care what you write in. I care that you write the answer." Like they, they were all right. perplexed by this question. Right. Uh, and 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 from then on, I didn't, I didn't really write in it. And since then, as somebody who who likes, uh, who's you know interested in graphical things, I've I've um, looked into you know I've I've sort of like doodled cursive writing and things like that. Like I still know how to do it. Like hmm. it's still a skill. I remember how to do it. And I've always been interested in, in certain letters where the cursive version
0: is um, noticeably different than the print version. So, Eric, uh, I know this is a podcast, so this yeah. isn't going to work out that well, but mm-hmm. it, this is going to be great podcast material. Yeah. I, I just took out my pen yep. and my uh, uh, notebook here. Yeah. Can you, I'm going to ask you some letters. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to write them in cursive. Sure. Okay. Capital or lowercase. Well, I'm going it, to, it's going to change. Okay. okay. Um, b, lowercase B. Okay. So, lowercase B. Looks like this. Okay. How about uh, capital X? Uh, Okay. Is that really it? Yes. Okay. Lowercase x. Capital G. So that's the traditional
1: version, but it comes from something that looks like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the traditional version this, this is, is, great radio, is like way. in uh, in General Mills, right? So yeah. it's got this. But this is this is a good example. I thought this was insane because it doesn't look anything like a G until you realize that that's the G right there at the top, right? Hmm. A G that looks like this, this curve right here, and that right there is the is this right here. And so... God, this is such good podcast material and right so now. <laughs> where this comes from is... Uh, Doing this doing this G, right? Imagine you're drawing this 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 right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here it is, and now you're gonna you're draw doing it. Doing these some squiggly lines. And then you're gonna draw it like that. Uh huh. And then you're gonna come back and continue on. Okay. So there in other words, there is a sort of genetic connection between print letters and cursive letters. They never they don't show you this. They don't
0: teach you this. Yeah. They just tell you to do K, it. Lowercase R.
1: So this one I hate the lowercase r. Now n. And lowercase n. Yeah, so that's the way it. That's the way I like to do it. We were all taught like that: two humps for the n, and three three humps humps for the m. Yeah. And and this is another one that I had to discover, which is that for all the m's out there, three humps for you. uh, Three humps. What what you what I discovered was the the first hump is just establishing the downstroke of the n, and again they don't tell you this. So like when I do cursive now, I I do a sharp peak on that first cursive Mm -hmm. to distinguish it from the n
0: rather than having two humps oh interesting now how often do you write cursive not very often like when what give me a use case
1: uh maybe if i were doing some kind of lettering on um on some kind of uh you know let's say we're sending a card to a relative or something like that and we want to write something kind of nice right so nice to see i might write that in cursive
0: can can you do a, a capital i and then a capital j so
1: a J, oh, yeah. and I know this because my wife's name starts with a J, is pretty straightforward. It's got a big uh, loop at the top and then this little tail, right? So again, this is emulating yeah, my, my this. My
0: middle initial is J, so I actually do
1: love you like writing doing the J. I love it. And my J. mom's name also starts with a J, and her, she, the way she does the J, J is very distinct. I can't replicate it, but it has a particular shape to it that she's mm-hmm. done for a million years. And then an I, the mother is a million years old. Is yeah, that's right. Uh, part Neanderthal um the i real is i i also always hated the capital i because this is one where it's such a stretch from the from the real i but really what it's doing is it's like let's do this top this up and down stroke and then i guess we'll we'll, we'll make this little boat here on the back there hmm. which i consider to be again weird i don't D- like it
0: does cursive exist in other languages like I mean, cursive versus print Right in, uh, I think it non-romance makes, languages, non-romance languages I with other know. alphabets. Uh, so, is there a I version of uh, cursive in, in Hebrew, Chinese and Chinese, uh, yeah. and Arabic? Uh, I don't know. We, okay. we, should, we, should we should ask somebody who knows that. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about cursive?
1: No.